Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Well, hi, Karen. Welcome back. Hi, Steve. Good to be here with you again. So here we are in episode three, and this is um, vacation expectations. And so the first question I have for you is, do you recommend couples take vacations without their kids? And why and how often should they take a vacation without their kids? Well, you know, I, I think that that's sort of going to depend on the particular circumstances of the couple. Not everybody has the luxury to do that because they don't have the kind of child care where they can leave the children behind. I do think it's really important that a couple gets to spend time on their own. And if a couple can manage to spend mommy-daddy time on a regular basis, uh, even 15, 20 minutes a week, then uh, they may not have as much of a need to take a vacation on their own without the kids. Um, if they don't have child care available so that they can take a vacation on their own, then if they look for some facilities where they have some uh, uh, activities for children where they are cared for so that the parents can have, again, some alone time. That's another alternative. So it will depend on the couple's particular situation. But again, as long as a couple has some private time on a regular basis, that's going to work real well. And children get accustomed to that. If you institute that right from the beginning, children will be able to respect the idea that mommy and daddy need their own private time. Okay. And the next question I have for you is, with a lot of couples, one partner does a lot of the planning leading up to a vacation. Um, I don't think that's an atypical situation. Does their voice carry more weight during the compromising phase when they're trying to decide things? Well, I think that if they've done most of the planning, they're going to have more information about the specifics. Uh, but I think that when they then bring it to the other person, it's going to depend on the dynamics of the couple. If the partner who didn't do the planning is perfectly okay with um, giving that task and um, the choices, to the planning person, you know, then yeah, sure, their voice is going to count louder. But it may be that one person is just better at doing research and doing the footwork, so to speak. But then when they bring it to the other partner, um, they're still going to want to respect that partner having veto power or saying, gee, that, you know, thank you so much for doing all this. But, you know, of the three things you found, this is what I would really like to be doing. So, you know, I'm I'm a big advocate for being able to respect the particular needs that each partner has in the relationship. And um, as long as you are always working along that, that guideline, then the way you work out the particulars is really less important. Okay. In your article, you offer seven expectations that may be different with couples. Now, you note that there's no wrong answer, but do you have a suggestion for compromise when expectations are different? Well, there again, that goes along with what I was just saying. Um, I think that it's important that each person sort of put out what 
what they would like on the vacation, what their needs are, and uh, when that discussion takes place that it's not laughed at or like made fun of like that's ridiculous or that's silly, and that then it's a vacation for each of the people and as a partnership. So just as an example, because uh, I know one of the things I said is one partner might want to sleep in and the other might want to you know, get up early. Maybe you could decide, well, okay, on a couple of days we'll sleep in and on the other days, you know, we'll get up and, and uh, look at the sites. Um, if one person feels they really want to golf, um, rather than the other person feeling like, well, this is supposed to be a trip for both of us and why are you leaving me, maybe the person will get up early and golf so that that way it doesn't take away from the whole day. And while the uh, person is golfing, the other person will go get a spa treatment so they're not just sitting around. Um, again, my main point is that couples have to be able to recognize that this is a vacation for each of them, but also for both of them. Um, you don't want to be going away and just coexisting with each other. You want to be using this time to also be reconnecting with each other. So you've got to respect the individual needs, but also the need of the partnership. Okay, I think that's a really great point. What would you say is the most common argument leading up to a vacation between couples? It's going to be stressful planning it. Uh, there's just so many different details that you have to attend to, especially if there are kids involved. And so when there's stress, you're more likely to bicker about a lot of things. So I think you've got to sort of know that that's a possibility and understand that that's the likelihood that you're going to be bickering more. Uh, but I don't know that there's any one type of argument that's more common than the other. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, finally here, um, I'd like to briefly focus on the budgeting for a vacation because I think a lot of people do have arguments about that. Um, would you recommend skipping a vacation year until you can save enough to take the vacation that you really crave? Or is it really important to settle on a vacation every year that's just within your budget just to get away? You know, that's, that's a really important question because I think that it has a much broader kind of answer than just the monetary. Again, I think it is absolutely vital that a couple make time for themselves. If you don't prioritize your relationship, there's no relationship to come back to. And especially if there are children, it's really a challenge to do that. But as I said in the previous answer, even if you spend 15, 20 minutes of alone time with each other during the week, that's going to do a lot for you. So then the vacation doesn't become like this magical one week that you're getting to go away, which is, by the way, part of the reason that it can be so disappointing because it's like a kid who's never had anything enjoyable the whole year and waits for Christmas. You put so much into that one event that it can really be a very big letdown. So, again, if the couple is getting to spend time with each other on a regular basis, then there's not going to be this need for this one wonderful vacation. On the other hand, you don't want to stress yourself out, um, you know, putting this huge amount of money into a very expensive vacation, and then that becomes a source of stress. Um, I do think it's important that you get away. Um, what my husband and I have done is we go on a vacation that is not that expensive, uh, so at least we have some time away together. And meanwhile, we're also putting money away 
for like a special vacation, like every five years we take a really nice vacation because we sort of use like the five-year anniversary as a milestone mm-hmm. um, vacation. So that way it's a nice compromise. Um, so again, I think that this is an important thing for couples to look at as to what works for their budget and to be able to work the vacation as a concept of getting together but as not making it the end all and the be all because then I think you're really setting it up as a potential problem for, oh, my goodness, you know, we spent all this money, this was going to be the one week that was going to reunite it, and then that's going to pose a lot of problems. Look at it more as a way to um, have a few days away for yourself um, that you've planned for, that you've um, set up in the right way, and then just go and have a good time with each other. Okay. Well, I, you offered a, a lot of really great points there. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, that's all we have for you this time, Karen. Thank you so okay, much. Okay. See you till next time. Okay. Oh, by the way, I wanted to let everybody know that they can get more information about you and your work at drkarensherman.com and also at choicerelationships.com, correct? That's right, Steve. Thanks for mentioning that. No problem. Okay. We'll talk again soon. Okay, Steve. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.